So I'm with two mission partners who um, are based in Southern Europe, but work across the whole of uh, the Middle East and also in parts of Africa. So you were talking earlier about your um, about Jesus being uh, having a ministry of hospitality um, and eating and drinking, and how that is kind of infused your own ministry. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? So, one of my favourite verses is where it tells us that. In the Gospels, it says that Jesus came eating and drinking. Um, and when you read the Gospels, thinking about food, you, you actually realise that it's an incredibly popular topic. <laughs> that Jesus seems to have gone from one meal to another, from one wedding feast to a banquet. And, and all the time, basically, he's spending time with people. So he didn't so much come to start ministries as he came to be with people and to reveal the love of the Father to them. Um, and yeah, I, I love the simplicity of that, that actually if we have a passion for Jesus and we enjoy spending time with people and we live lives that are open, open homes, open our home up, open our house up, open our, our table to people, actually that is where mission really is. It's not so much trying to win arguments, it's not trying to persuade people of something, it's, it's living open lives demonstrating as we do that people's worth and, and dignity so so that there's something really um, beautiful about including people in your life about saying to people there's a place for you at, at the table there's a, and which is a picture of the fact that there's a place for them at the father's table and so when we live lives that are like that inviting people into our homes it dignifies them it shows them their worth we have a, the huge privilege of having lots of people in and out of our home. So that includes the friends of our kids, um, people who are visiting our nation on their way somewhere else, people who are coming from another nation for some rest, um, people who are wanting to get a glimpse into what life is like for missionaries. And so we often have um, different cultures, um, different generations around the meal table. And um, it always reminds me of a, a place in one of his letters where Paul says, your life is the message. And, and those are the times around the table when I'm often really aware that people are more um, catching the things that we live than they are um, kind of being changed by the things we teach in a way. So, you know, they see how you are in your relationships, how you are with your kids, how you are with your husband... Um, it raises questions for them because some of those things are unusual for them or new for them. Um, and around the table, people share um, their struggles, they share their joys, they invite you into places in their lives which they perhaps wouldn't otherwise do, sitting in a classroom, for example, or in a church. I think we've, we've also learned that, that the meal table is a really significant part of discipleship. It's a really significant part of parenting, actually, and being parents of children. I mean, I can think of an example a few weeks ago where we had some long-term friends who've known us for 20 years with us, and we had a, probably a two-hour meal, and our girls sat at the table for the entire time, and after about an hour of eating and drinking, and there was a point where somebody suggested, let's just take some time to affirm each other, and so the six of us sitting around the table spent almost an hour going around each person in the, the, around the table, just affirming, speaking dignity. By the end of it, everybody at some point had been in tears. And to do that with, with, with children, for them to be learning to affirm, 
watching adults crying, watching each other being affirmed. It was a really beautiful moment. And for me, that's like the heart of hospitality, that you're creating a space, a real physical seen. space, where people feel seen, mm -hmm. dignified, heard, loved, appreciated. Mm. Was this something that you grew up with and you just it developed and increased as you've moved into your ministry? Or how's this come yeah. about? I mean, like most things that we discover are really significant in our lives, it's an incremental kind of growth, right? Um, I mean, you know, both of us grew up in homes where we, we ate around the dining table. Um, those were moments of connection as a family. Um, we went to churches where it was normal to have some kind of community meal on a pretty regular basis. Um, so there was that kind of an influence, but I think it's... Um, through working in the places that we've worked and working cross-culturally and realising that to receive hospitality from people, um, to eat the food that they give you, to, um, to sit with them in the way that they sit. To, I mean, I remember going into parts of Africa and learning to kind of hold my hands in a bowl as somebody poured water over my hands and that was how I was going to wash my hands before the meal and you know it all feels a bit kind of strange and clunky when you first get there and and but as you participate in those ways of behaving and interacting you honor your host um, and you know we've traveled around a fair bit and stayed with many different people over the years and and just recognizing how meaningful it is to step into a person's world and to honour the way they do things, it paves a way for um, so many meaningful conversations, um, so much real kind of heart connection. And then to have the opportunity then to receive people into our home um, and to do the same for them, um, that's, really, that's really grown um, over the years. I was certainly impacted really early on by the challenge when Jesus sends the disciples out and tells them when they go into people's homes, he sends them out in pairs, he says, when, when you go into people's homes, eat and drink whatever they give you. And to me, that's always been not just a rule of thumb, that's been like a, a life philosophy, really, that I should eat and drink whatever people give me, and if I, if I don't like the food, just eat it. <laughs> if, if it looks, you know, water that I know has come from a dirty stream, just trust God and, and pray and receive it with gratitude. It tells us in Philippians that Jesus laid aside everything and, and came and, and lived like one of us. And so that living like one of us, it, that is the incarnation. And so our, our role as believers of Jesus is to be Jesus incarnated into each situation, which means going and living and being with people where they are. And that means eating and drinking like them, not thinking this is not my food or this is not my type of not my type of house, but just to receive. Um, and in the context of when Jesus sends the disciples out, he tells them, whoever receives you receives me. So actually what we're doing by going into someone's home is we're giving them the opportunity to receive us, which means they can receive Jesus. <laughs> so by being someone who receives hospitality with gratitude and humility and, and open hands, that's not actually sort of sponging off people or something it's actually honoring them so literally we can bring the kingdom by eating with people and drinking with people and as we do that it opens their hearts up to us they really do build we build a relationship around the table we have opportunities to share our lives and naturally those conversations open up to talking about faith
there are people who are listening to this interview at home mm. and they're inspired by this or challenged by this. What is there any advice that you can get? It's all living in a normal context, mm. whatever normal means, mm. within England or Britain. Mm. What advice could you give people? You know, I would say um, one of the things that is really fun is to celebrate a lot with, with people and to find lots of excuses to celebrate. So, of course, there's all the normal things like birthdays and Christmas. and It's also fun to to create new celebrations, you know. So, you know, if I kind of make something up right now, um, I have a really wonderful language teacher. Um, so I've been going to, to learn language from her for the last five years. Um, and she's a friend, but she's also still my teacher, you know. You know, I could I could celebrate that I got to the end of a certain phase in my language learning and invite her and her family over for a meal. Um, you know, we would kind of get get through in our semi-fluent, semi-broken kind of language together. But we'd be celebrating the gift of having her in my life. We'd be celebrating my achievement, you know, however <laughs> small it might seem. Um, those kinds of things are just really fun ways of including people because people will always invariably if they can they'll say yes to celebrating with you and I see it as a spiritual discipline um you know where where's my next opportunity that I could celebrate and who could I include in celebrating and I've also been challenged about um not so much feeding the poor but eating with the poor and you often see I mean you see politicians going to a soup kitchen or something and they're doing it for the photo op of being seen to be giving to the poor they, they're standing behind the table and I don't want to knock that because that's a, it's a really a important thing and there's, a, an, and there's a, clearly a place for feeding the poor um, but there's still something where the wealthy privileged person is behind the table filling the bowls for the poorer person who's receiving from the wealthy and actually there's something so dignifying about yeah Somebody could be cooking the food, but for the wealthy politician to sit at the same table with the homeless and eat together from a communal bowl, there's something so dignifying about that, much more than the politician feeding the homeless. So my challenge is not so much to feed the homeless, but it's how do we eat with the homeless? How do we share our lives in a way that says we're both created by the same creator God. We're both made, made in his image. There's a dignity and a worth to you. And to the extent that I can, I want relationship. Um, and that's a challenge. 